Hi, sisters. Welcome to chapter meeting 13. Welcome to Goth Sorority. We've missed you. It has been a hot minute. I know. Okay. I feel like we have to explain ourselves, all right? Yes. It's not because we're lazy. No. It's because we're responsible. Yes. Okay. Eleanor's brother. My little brother did contract (laughs) COVID. He did have COVID. Uh, That was like three weeks ago, February 1st. So, yeah, that was a thing. I did have to quarantine for like two and a half weeks straight. I tested negative. My dad tested negative, but Joe had it. He was positive. He had a cough. So, yeah, that put us off two weeks. We could not see each other. It was hard, okay? Yeah. It was harder for us than it was for you. And, I mean, maybe we could have figured out how to record remotely, but but we're not women in STEM, okay? And we thrive off of the energy that we have here between each other, okay? It wouldn't have been good. It would have been, I mean, we only want to put out the (laughs) best quality. The best quality, (laughs) which is why we're recording this right now at 11 p.m. (laughs) after we just recorded two hours of bachelor recap wow i feel like that was maybe the wrong choice yeah i did but i don't know but you Uh, know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we're just letting it rip for this episode y'all bear with us so if it comes off a bit messy it's because we are brain dead we're brain dead okay too much bachelor talk (laughs) must move on to other things but yeah so my little brother had covid and then Nashville, like much of the country, was hit with a snowstorm. Which, I mean, we are just not equipped to handle that. God, no. It's like... And we had, like, such a fun Valentine's Day special planned. I know. We did. We we were going to watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before, the third movie. Mm. We were going to... We're also going to watch the Killian Murphy movie that looked really hot. Yeah. Red Eye. Yeah. We have to watch that still. But our plans were ruined. I, I was so upset, actually. I was, like, crying on Valentine's Day. I know. Day. I was sad. We're always together on Valentine's Day. The because last, like, we're shrews. Because we're shrews. Honestly, yeah. I yeah. love Valentine's Day. I do, too. I'm I'm like, like spending- I like being single on Valentine's yeah. Day. Like, I don't know. Maybe a man would ruin those vibes. Like, I'm vibing. I'm having a yeah. good time. I always have been. I love dressing for the theme. I love. Yeah. I, like, had my red lip on. Yeah. And then I just watched Vampire Diaries alone for seven hours straight and like cried, I think. (laughs) And that's just not the same as spending the day with my true soulmate. Yes. Messed up. Yeah. And we were going to have like a special episode. It was tragic. It really was. And then that Wednesday, we couldn't record either because it was like a lot of snow. We yeah. got like like six inches, maybe. Yeah. Which maybe doesn't seem like a lot, but there was ice too. Okay. okay. Lots of ice. We couldn't drive. Honestly, even after it was like okay to drive on the main roads, I had a hard time getting out of my neighborhood because like, yeah, it was icy. I got stuck. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even drive normally. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. drive in the snow and the ice. I don't have four wheel drive. Like, yeah, it's not equipped to handle that. No, I'm a stupid woman who can't drive. Yeah. Women can't drive. Okay. We've yeah. done that. Uh, and I mean, even just the other day, a couple days ago, Sunday, we went to Trader Joe's. Yeah. Kathleen graciously drove. 
I love driving. And then later that night, my little brother got his car stuck at a friend's house in the ice. And Kathleen also graciously offered to pick him up. So shit so was messy, okay? Shit it was wasn't messy, our fault. okay? Even a man couldn't handle that, okay? <laughs> messy. Um, Even an 18-year-old man couldn't <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, we could have just pulled a Ted Cruz, okay? And just flown to Cancun. <laughs> okay? And escaped the, the ice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ted Cruz did pull a Rohini Elise. Yeah influencers these days yeah he did go to mexico in the pandemic while his state was literally freezing to death and going through a state of emergency i mean we have to laugh like Like, how did he think that was gonna go down it's just like how he tried to defend it being like well selling out his wife (laughs) my daughters really wanted to go because school was off and it's like well why was school off Ted. Yeah. Because your I state mean, was under a state, state of, of emergency. emergency and people were dying. And you were like, mm, it seems like a great opportunity for me, a state senator, to go on vacay. I need to find this tweet. He was like, I was just going to drop them off. Okay. Oh, here it is. Okay. From Helen on Twitter at Helen. Does Ted Cruz know how ridiculous it sounds that his 10 and 12 year old daughters would be like, Dad, can we go to Cancun tonight? And he'd be like, pack your bags, girlies. Like, this is a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie or some fan fiction I wrote when I was nine. Yeah. Yeah. Sus. And the fact that it's, like, Heidi texting her friends in the group and they immediately were like, no, bitch, I'm going to sell these screenshots to the New York Times. Yeah, I love that. To the failing New York Times. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And he was like, I was just going to drop them off. Like, just own it, Ted. No, just just say it with your chest <laughs> that you wanted to go get a nice sun-kissed tan <laughs> in Cancun while people were dying. And people I mean, are dying, Ted. People are dying, Ted. I guess it's like, what does he have to lose? Like, he He's is already the devil so himself. Like, like, after what he just did with the Capitol riots. Awful. He's like... He's really, like, gunning for Mitch McConnell's spot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is so chaotic. And his mullet, <laughs> that disgusting. alone should should merit an expulsion from the U.S. Yeah. Senate. That mullet, that, like, Nazi mullet. Um, oh, man. I do think he has a new nickname now. My mom was cracking up at this. Let's hear it. <laughs> Flying Ted. <laughs> she I like that. One. Flying Ted. <laughs> I mean, things have just really been downhill for him since Donald Trump was like, your wife is ugly. And he was like, thank you. What else can I do to serve you, King? <laughs> like, he literally was like, your wife looks like a dog. <laughs> oh, man. I hate it. I just, yeah. Ted Cruz sucks. Ted Next. Cruz sucks. <laughs> I mean, if only... Beto had beaten him two years ago, but now I'm like, I don't want to see Beto. Beto's a big no. fat fucking loser, and I'm yeah. sick of seeing Beto. Can someone else please run Can against some Cruz? other hot young thing? Yeah, I'm like, we need more hot senators. Yes, but not neoliberal no. hacks, okay? No. We need young Bernies, okay, <laughs> to go to the state of Texas. Where are they? Where are they? Where's Are my you young single? <laughs> Oh, there was a picture of Bernie 
Did you see this? It's like, I don't even know the full Again, context. we don't idolize politicians. <laughs> Except for Bernie, okay? Except for Bernie. He's, like, standing there with, like, his box of shirts that he ordered. Sure. It just says shirts. It's going to be in the episode image. Guys, this literally makes me cry. That's beautiful. So someone was like, hmm, let's think of how we can interpret this as misogynist. <laughs> misogynistic shut up because they really do be doing that to bernie they do someone's like oh so men can shop <laughs> i see men be shopping <laughs> that's kind of funny he be <laughs> buying his shirts okay that's so cute yeah okay. yeah politics man politics flying ted flying ted i mean it's funny because it's like People who took pictures of him on the plane, like, are heroes, but it's also like, why are you, why going, to, why are you going to Cancun, though, bitch? But you never know. You yeah. know, maybe they had a valid reason. Okay? But probably not. And you know what? Maybe it's cancels out because they exposed they, yeah. flying Ted's ass, okay? They did some good while also doing some <laughs> While also spreading <laughs> COVID during the global pandemic. Beautiful. Influencers, man. man. <laughs> Influencers. Flying Ted, Rohini. Oh, man. Who's next? I'm like really starting to lose my mind. No, yeah. Like, I have been losing my mind for the past year, but like the one year mark approaching, I I'm know. like really losing my goddamn mind. Like, today, the weather was so nice, and it just felt like the same vibe as going into all this. I like or have like not been outside in days, but yes, <laughs> but yes, but yes. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> and it's like this time last year, I can just like feel it. You can it. taste it. It was so because nothing has happened since. No, Literally, life has it was not. like "Say So" was the number one oh song. God. We were going to the Ritz, seeing movies. I mean, women be crying right now. I'm crying. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm losing I my lose mind. My right now. Um, but you know, one thing has stayed constant through it all, and that is TikTok. TikTok <laughs> is really I. I don't know what I would do. Without it has been it. my crutch this last year, and I'm very grateful for it for all the pain it's brought into my life. Yes. It's also brought in some beauty. That's and I can the appreciate truth. that. <laughs> Number one account for me oh i think god. for you also oh my god. sylvanian, sylvanian drama. drama that tiktok account alone is like my number one yeah. source of serotonin it provides all the will to live like like i feel such happiness when i'm scrolling on that app and, and i a see one. a new one pop up it's like i like it before i even yeah. watch it i like it immediately you know it's gonna be good. You know there's gonna be some tea about to be spilled. Like I don't know who runs that, but they're mine. They're mine. Like imagine if it's like, who is it? I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know if it's a kid. A face I don't reveal. know if it's. I mean, I they're just operating on a different plane of existence yeah. than us. That's where I want to be. Yeah, Sylvanian As drama. I love you. <laughs> Yes, we can only hope to achieve with our future screenplays that we will be writing. The cinematic magic yeah, of Sylvanian, of drama. Sylvanian drama. They do have merch. I did mm -hmm. order a sweatshirt. I think I'm going to get the sticker. Yeah. 
Oh, we could put a Sylvanian drama <gasps> sticker on our microphone. Oh, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Done. <laughs> um, Sylvanian drama, if you're listening. Come on the pod chat. Come on the pod. Okay. Um, yes, we will post at least one of their yeah. masterpieces on our stories. So be on the lookout. Look out for that. If you don't know what this is, like, you need to get on it now. You need like, to. Like, now. Like, it It'll is change your life. It's it required. will change your life. If you don't watch a Sylvania drama TikTok before the next episode, like, don't bother coming don't back. Don't Don't show your face, okay? Yeah. TikTok, there's just so much good and so much bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of discourse recently. Yeah. Bit of intergenerational <laughs> drama. Okay. It's awful. Like, it's so. Nothing feels good about no, it. No, it's, it's, it's a tale it. as old as time. Uh, you know, people feel old and they lash feel out. mad they at younger people out. for feeling old. Millennials in particular feel like double yeah. persecuted by boomers and Gen Z. Like, yeah, that might be true. But suck maybe just be less like, annoying. Just suck it up. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, and to be clear, we are members of Gen Z. Yeah. If you want to get specific, you might say we're Zillennials, but Zillennials, we refuse that no. label. Gen Z, people born between 1997 and like 2012 or something. Really? So we are the oldest members yeah. of Gen Z. So we're the wisest. We are the wisest <laughs> members of Gen Z. But we stand with them. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? They're right. They are right. You Middle are embarrassing. Parts, side parts are out. Skinny jeans are out. And if you want to, like, still wear those because you don't care, that's fine. Yeah. Do it with your chest. Yeah. But, but don't, don't be, be like, oh, I'm so – feel so victimized. They are cool, actually. No, it's like, they're no, not. they're not. But that's fine because you're old. Yeah, it's you don't fine. Have to Wear be your cool. skinny jeans, have your side part, but don't make it everybody else's problem. No. And Jesus. There is a song oh my God. that has been Can produced. I'm going to pull it up. Pull it up. Trigger warning. If we you heard guys, this, you have to hear it too. Like, it, it really is horrific. I think there's multiple songs actually that have been put out on this subject. Um, but yeah, it's like millennials are getting trolled on tiktok like everybody gets trolled on tiktok yeah (laughs) but they're taking it very personally and they're making tiktoks lashing lashing back i don't know the word lashing out i don't know but it's like just like these are kids on tiktok these are teens and tweens and 22 year olds who have podcasts okay (laughs) like you're an adult just live your life like i don't know maybe pay your taxes and pay your taxes baby you got like work in the morning get off tiktok i mean i am telling myself that as well (laughs) oh my god um okay yeah there were two one Mm -hmm. of them deleted hers right it says hey gen z christ yeah, that's how you know it's going to be a good one. Hey, Gen Z. Hey, Gen Z. They're all literally about the side parts in skinny jeans, too. Like, yeah, that's all it's they like, have. just let go. That's how trends work. Things yeah. are in and things are out. And if you want to be cool, follow the okay, trends. Okay. I like skinny jeans. I like skinny 
jeans and my side part i use this emoji and i like the heart so you think we're old well i ain't having that we give you wi-fi and we can take it back remember last year you wore mom jeans and now you're out here making side part memes oh that's cute and we may not be teens but just remember we're the og queens it's all great to me but we have gen z singing wait you're too old baby we don't need you to tell us we can't be here too you're wearing what we wore when we were in school what's two plus two four three two i mean the beat was just absolutely running It's like the old Navy song, but like so offbeat. So bad. Like, <laughs> I hate that. I mean, it's one of the oh worst things God. I've ever heard. Like, every time I hear it, like, it strikes pain within me that I don't know that I can ever recover. It's like, from. why are you mad? It's like, just shut the fuck Just shut up. the fuck up, okay? And it's like them taking, like, a joke. Yeah. So seriously. So seriously. It's like, Gen Z doesn't even, like, think about you. Like, they're just <laughs> passively trolling you while they're scrolling on TikTok, and you're like, well, that's really funny. Let me make a whole song about it. Just let it go, babes. Let it go. Have a kid. Go go take care of your children, okay? (laughs) Go pay your taxes. Go make that mortgage payment. And eat some avocado toast while you're out at it. Yeah. Read a buzz. I'm like, yes, we can agree. Boomers suck and boomers have been trolling But honestly, millennials millennials are... But they're pretty cringe, you know? Sorry. And they, you know, they are cringe so that we can endeavor to be better than them. Yes. And they should be proud of and us. And you know what? That. I'm sure what's even going to come after Gen Z? Who Christ. <laughs> I mean the world's going to end. So Yeah. Yeah. But let's just say hypothetically that the world doesn't end in the next 30 years. The next generation, I don't even know what they'll be called, but you know what? They can make fun of us. Yeah. That's and fine. I will welcome it. I hope I'm not like letting <laughs> children take up that much real estate in my mind (laughs) when i am that old yeah yeah you know it just needs to be said millennials you're you're out babes you're out we're in gen z is in (laughs) love gen z gen z does have its its faults oh yeah i mean they are whatever we're not going to and or, you know what <laughs> you know what we're going to stand in solidarity in this episode we are not going to you know point out any flaws or but they are there they are they are there they are there gen z's not perfect guys okay we're not perfect we have our faults um yeah i mean what have you been up to generally normally we start with that but like i mean it's bleak like it's don't bleak. even ask yeah. me you know like I feel like I may have been doing like a bit better. My broom's clean right now, so yeah. that feels really nice. Yeah. Um, but like other than that, I could not tell you at all. Yeah. A single thing that I've done. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. You know. I moved rooms. We're in my new room now. And it's clean. Feels good. It's beautiful. Her new room is beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Me and Killian's room. Yeah. Um, Killian, meaning the cardboard cutout I have of yeah. Killian Murphy here that Kathleen 
gave to me because she's my best friend. <laughs> uh, I've just been watching a lot yeah. of Vampire yeah. Diaries. I'm we not going to lie. guys. Uh, you know, when I, you know, told you guys last time that I'd started, I was like halfway through season one. I am halfway through season five now. Okay? <laughs> it's been, what, three weeks? Three, Yeah, five seasons and three weeks seems about right. Um yeah, I, I mean, I hate myself. I hate the show, but I also love it, and it's amazing. All about yeah. balance, okay? Accept yeah. that. Accept that, Except that okay? The amount of plot holes in the show, the amount of things that make me go, hmm, I don't like that, but that's okay, okay? Because it's entertaining enough for me to keep on yep. keeping on. That's all you need, really. Yeah. You finished a certain vampire show. Oh, yeah. Recently. I did finish Buffy the Vampire Finally. Um, you know, I'm sure you're all wondering, am I now Team Spike? No, I'm not, you know, but I do see the value. Okay. I see the attributes of Spike as a character. I appreciate him. I can accept that Buffy loved him and that he loved yes. her a lot. Yes. But, you know, I don't think they're meant to be. As long as you can see my point of view, a spuffy shipper's point of view. (laughs) Because it's like, I mean, show me a bigger simp for someone than Spike is for Buffy. That's true. And it is appealing. Yeah, Spike is Buffy's number one fan. And we love to see it. Yeah. Um, wow, a lot of stuff happening in the Buffy universe as well. Oh my god. Like, everyone is failing us, Everyone guys. is failing us. Men are so disappointing. Every time. Everyone's disappointing. So, we've been very vocal on the show in the past about our admiration for a certain Mr. Joss Whedon, the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then it comes out that he's just, like, a huge fucking asshole who, yeah. like, abuses actors on the set. And it's, like, is nothing sacred? No, it, it's not. When there's a man involved, no. <laughs> nothing is sacred, okay? And poor Charisma Carpenter, who played... Cordelia. Cordelia <laughs> on Buffy. I can't even think right now. I'm literally going crazy. Um yeah, he, like, treated her like shit. Yeah, she was, like, pregnant, and he was like, well, fuck you, Andrew, baby. Fuck you, fatty. <laughs> yeah, he's horrible. Um, and I don't know. I saw Sarah Michelle Gellar didn't do, like, a big post on it. Mm-hmm. She just was kind of like, while I'll always be proud of, like, Buffy, I don't necessarily want to be associated with, that you know the people who created this show and like i stand with charisma carpenter i think david boreanis said something similar yeah and yeah it came out because he was like abusive to actors on like the marvel movie sets i think Mm. i didn't do my full research no but but we do have to issue a a retraction a retraction okay we do not stand joss whedon but but i'd be lying if i said that i didn't still Stan Buffy, it's my favorite show. I can't take that away, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, is this a case of, like, having to separate the art from the artist? Maybe. Maybe. But it's the people who make the show, okay? Yep. It's Buffy herself. It's Spike. It's everyone else. You know, Joss was the puppet master, yeah. but... We just... But they don't get the... He doesn't get the lasting glory. No, he doesn't. 
No. And we will not give it to him. We will not give it to him. So he, he who shall not be named on this podcast anymore. That is our official retraction. Goth sorority. We stand Charisma Carpenter. And, and I feel bad for her for the shit that she was yeah. put through. Fucked up. Fucked up. Um, other media. We both watched yes a very interesting true crime story documentary yeah on Netflix Hotel Cecil I'm sure those crime heads out there yeah. probably have heard of this one the Elisa Lamb case Elisa Lamb at the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. You know I don't want to spoil it for all you out there because if you have not seen this I really do recommend you watch it yes but don't watch it at night alone because honestly i can deal with a lot but this like really got to me the first Mm. couple of episodes it is like deeply sinister yeah but just enough to entice you yeah this uh canadian girl named elisa lamb decides to take a solo uh u.s adventure uh, throughout California, um, and in her stay in LA, she decides to stay at the Hotel Cecil, uh, which I guess she didn't know this, but it is like has a history, a horrible history, yeah, of crime, uh, murder, suicide, the Night Stalker, yeah, since its there. beginning, since like the 30s, it's been yeah. like. A lot of suicides, people thrown off the roof of the building, people murdered inside the building, overdoses. And yeah, like you said, in the 80s, when Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, was brutally murdering people in Los Angeles, which there's also a Netflix, a new Netflix documentary mm-hmm. on him, which I have not been able to watch because he it. scares the it's shit crazy. out of me. He's so fucking scary. Um yeah, he used to go out, murder people in Los Angeles, come back to the Cecil Hotel, strip down in the alleyway into his like blood-soaked underwear and climb the fire escape up to his room at the Cecil Hotel where he was living. So messed up. There was also like an Austrian serial killer who stayed there oh, for really? a while. Yeah, it's like there's just a lot of shit that has yeah. happened there. The Black Dahlia was rumored to have been seen there oh shortly my. before her death. Like it is a sinister place. Yeah, it really is. And it's located in the middle of downtown LA, uh, basically on Skid Row, which yeah. is like one of the most fucked up places in the United States. Like, yeah. The homeless population there has just been, like, ignored. And, yeah. Uh, like, just, like, rampant substance abuse and mental health issues. Yeah, that they just kind of, like, quarantine to that specific area of L.A. And, like, yeah. don't address any of the problems to, like, fix it. Yeah. They're just like, okay, do your shit here and I guess we'll leave you alone yeah. for the most part. But yeah, it's like, I don't know how someone from another... I didn't even really know that, that downtown LA is like, you don't want to be there. I think I kind of knew that. But yeah, I mean, I don't think if I was like booking a vacation to Los Angeles that I would have the sense to... Yeah, because you think like downtown, that's where... Things are happening. Things are happening. 
um, in most cities. Yeah. And the another issue with Cecil Hotel, which you – I mean, I don't want to go too in-depth yeah. because I do want you all to watch this. But there was, like, an attempt in the early 2000s to rebrand the hotel, yeah. which there had been multiple attempts throughout the hotel's history to, like, rebrand it, to rehabilitate it. Because it has, like, a horrible reputation. Yeah. And a lot of it currently – or I think it's actually closed now. But um, historically, there's been a lot of people living there yeah. who are, like, low-income residents who either, you know, can't rent an apartment mm-hmm. due to, like, criminal history or they don't have any credit or for whatever reason yeah. they can't get an apartment. So they stay here somewhat long-term. Um. But yeah, in the early 2000s, there was an attempt to rebrand so that they could make money because they yeah. weren't making any money. So they were like, okay, well, let's like take a section of the hotel and let's rebrand it. As It'll like have a, its separate lobby and everything. Separate lobby. It's three floors of the hotel that are just for this youth hostel. Stay on Main. Um, which is like deceitful. It is deceitful. In my opinion. Because it's, yeah, if you look up Stay on Main... It doesn't, like, connect with the Cecil yeah. Hotel on Google or whatever. It, like, comes up as its own entity. So, yeah, these three floors have been rebranded as a youth hostel. And it was doing somewhat well. Like, yeah. It was making some money. People were enjoying the experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, which still, it's, like, in a horrible area. So it's, like, yeah. but it's really cheap. And, you know, if you can find somewhere really cheap to stay that's not horrific then I guess, like, a lot of people will opt to do that. But the issue is that it's still shared elevators with the Cecil Hotel where, you know, the rest of the low-income residents or short-term guests who, you know, a lot of them are sketchy, like, are staying. So it's not like they were completely separate. It wasn't two completely separate buildings. They still shared these elevators which someone in the documentary described as like the vertical bathrooms or something like yeah. they're like disgusting. So yeah, and explaining this like rebranding strategy is the hotel's manager <laughs> who is this like deeply unsettling yeah, woman. Yeah, no. And she kind of yeah, she is just very odd. Yeah. And it's like why are you so invested in this hotel? Like what what is your issue? Yeah. Like what is your deal? She's obsessed with it. Yeah. But I guess we didn't even really, like, truly describe I know. The, the premise of Elisa Lamb's, like, disappearance. <laughs> but, yeah, so she was a Canadian student, and she was staying at Stay on Main, the, mm-hmm. like, trendy hostel part of this old hotel. And she went missing, and the last time she was seen was on security footage from the elevator. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, deeply disturbing footage. She seems like she's maybe, like... Running from someone. Running from someone. She's being chased. Like, someone is just off camera there, maybe. Yeah. She's, like, looking in and out of the elevator, stepping in and out. She presses a whole bunch of its buttons. Uh, But the elevator isn't going anywhere. So it's, like, is someone holding the elevator who we just can't see on camera? It's really creepy. It's a very creepy video. Yes. Um... And that's the last time she's seen. Mm-hmm. And then, and then that's all we're gonna tell that's you. That's all so we're you gonna have to tell go you. Watch it. Okay. Her body is found. 
three weeks later, but but where? But where? You'll How'd never she know die? Unless you watch it. Uh, but I kind of do want to say. Okay, like, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. So, spoiler alert. Okay, stop now. Go watch it know. and come back to this if you don't want to know what we think. But yeah, going into it, I was like, I thought it was a murder because I had just always heard about the creepy elevator video. Yeah. And I don't know. I had never done like a lot of research into it, but I had heard of it. I thought it was like an unsolved case. That was my impression. But after watching this. Yeah. I mean, it's very obvious. I Yeah. I think it was that she was having probably a manic episode. Yeah. And she was, like, very paranoid. Maybe was having, like, some delusions delusions of, like, being chased. And she ended up on the hotel roof. And she got into the water tank. And she tragically drowned accidentally, I believe. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that that's is the general consensus, consensus of the documentary. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, some of the web sleuths sleuthers yeah. that they uh, had interviewed who were like very uh, open to some conspiracy yeah. theories kind of realized that they had gone too far. Yeah. You know, but I mean, there are a lot of really creepy coincidences. Yeah. There, like, really there are a lot of aspects of the case that like match up closely with the plot line of a movie. I don't mm-hmm. remember the name of it. I think it's like deep water. Yeah. Something. Um, what else? Oh, and so, I mean, the most disturbing thing, and, like, it is, I can't even really think about it, is that her body was found in the water tank on the roof, which, like, services the whole hotel with, like, showers, all the running water. And after three weeks of her body being in there, the reason that the roof was even checked for her body was because the water started smelling really bad. It was discolored. It tasted really bad, Ooh. which I don't know why you would ever taste water that's, like, brown. Visibly, yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's when they discovered her body in the yeah. tank on the roof. Oh, God. So horrible. Yeah. And then, like, shortly after that, in downtown L.A., or, like, maybe even among people in the building, I don't remember yeah, exactly. there was an outbreak of tuberculosis. Of tuberculosis. And the test... To test for tuberculosis is called the Lam-Elisa test, spelled the exact same last name, first name, which is, like, just so – what are the odds of that? Like, it's so bizarre. Yeah. But I don't – But it really is just all coincidence. Yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, some of the crazy conspiracy theorists were, like, she's a biological weapon sent from China to, like, give people tuberculosis, which is absurd. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, very tragic, very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do recommend the documentary. I yeah. thought it was very well done. Um, but, yeah, it's very dark. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared. Be prepared. But onto some onto lighter some content. Lighter content okay. corner. Um, to all the boys I've loved before. Always and forever. And final film, Always and Forever, starring... The one and only Noah, Noah Centineo. Centineo. He's all of our crush. Okay. Nah. Uh, 
I mean, the way that we have watched this man glow down right before our eyes. I can't imagine. Like, we were talking about this when we watched it. Like, when the first movie came out, we were like, he's cute. Because he was, like, unknown. That was, like, his big break, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yes, he is, like, considerably more attractive in the first movie than the following two. Like, And I watched it recently, and I was like, even knowing what I know about him in real life, I still think he's, like, extremely attractive in this first movie. The character is really cute. He's just like, you know, he's boy. He's boyish, but he's he's a cutie. He's a cutie. Period. Yeah, I mean, but now I can't even like look at his character without gagging. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like everything about uh, him is just repulsive. Which I mean, the movie was good. I enjoyed. Yeah, the movie. I mean, it's classic. You know, you get what you expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they're based on books. The second movie I thought was the weakest of the yeah, trilogy. For sure. It was just kind of like, uh. The third one was good. I mean, it's the end. Senior year. Senior year, they're both trying to get into Stanford. Stanford <laughs> University. God, these it's fucking like, movies. Like, they'll why? never stop. Like, just pick a different college. We've talked about this before on the pod with, like, the kissing booth. Yeah. Where were they both trying to go? Harvard. Harvard. Like, come on. Like, come on. Can we just, like, pick a normal school to want to go to? Yeah, like, go to, like, just any state school. Literally any state school. (laughs) And the funny... So, they didn't do the classic sin of the Uh small envelopes. Yeah, You know, if you have been listening to us for a long time, the thing that drives me crazy is when, you know, the character gets accepted into a prestigious college, and, and they, they find this- out by opening this little-ass envelope in their mail. doesn't happen. No. Only rejections come in little envelopes. No. We all know this. We all know that. Come on. But, so they I didn't mean, They didn't do that in this movie because they simply didn't have envelopes, mm-hmm. okay? They were checking their phones. But again, it's like just things that are so easy to not have be inaccurate is I don't even make sense right now. I sound like <laughs> Noah Centineo. It's not no. what you are, but it's what you do with what you are <laughs> for others. For others. <laughs> period. Um, but it's just like easy fixes where someone yeah. could be like, hey, you know what? That is actually really annoying and not accurate. So let's just make it accurate because it's so easy to do so. Like she's constantly like, oh, like, I don't know when they're going to release the decision. It's, it's like, like, you know when they're going to do it. Like, most colleges, <laughs> if they're not, like, rolling admissions, like, Stanford has a date set when they release admissions decisions, period. Ivy League yeah. schools have a day set that they release their decisions in a certain time. And it's like, oh, they just tweeted, go check. It's yeah, like, it literally was it. like, oh, Berkeley just tweeted, go check your application on your phone. And it's like. For the love of God, just why? Why? But yeah, so they both want to go to Stanford, of course. The hardest school in the entire country to get into. 4% acceptance rate. But they both want to go. And they're like, we're going to get in. We're going to get in. (laughs) What? Like, it's hard? Um... But yeah, so she doesn't get in, which, I mean, kudos to them for for actually... Being somewhat accurate, (laughs) okay? Because there's no way more than one kid from a school would go to Stanford. 
And Noah Centineo is just a blockhead. I mean, his character, Peter Kavinsky. Okay? Yeah. It's not Noah Centineo. We have to separate the art the from the artist. Okay. Um, he's like going for lacrosse. So it's like, okay, okay he's kind whatever. of a blockhead, but, but he's an athlete. Um, but don't you also to go to Stanford? Don't yeah. you have to be a smart athlete? Like, well, I guess like maybe Peter Kavinsky is smart. We're just stereotyping him. He's a himbo. <laughs> He's a himbo is the vibes he gives for sure. But hey, himbos can be smart yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Nothing like a good judge. smart himbo. Um, but yeah, so she doesn't get in. She's crushed. But, but she gets into Berkeley, okay? She gets into Berkeley, guys. It's okay. Those it's are only... Okay. An hour apart. Okay, clearly their love is going to withstand. Berkeley was her safety school. <laughs> yeah, it's like shut the fuck up. Oh my god. Berkeley. And yeah, it's like she applied to three schools: Stanford, Berkeley, and NYU. Come on now, like Jesus Christ. Just throw a safety school in there. A good Temple University. <laughs> yeah, somewhere like say Temple University. Okay. <laughs> Um, we're joking. Temple is an extremely prestigious. Yeah, alongside Harvard and Wharton. it's up there. Harvard, Wharton, <laughs> Temple. Period. <laughs> um, it is referenced in King of Staten yeah. Island, along with Harvard, Harvard and Wharton. And Wharton. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the drama. She doesn't get in. She doesn't tell him immediately. He thinks mm -hmm. that she does get in because she accidentally sent. It's a classic text. Classic mix -up. text mix up. Have you ever done that? No. Like, it's never happened. I mean, knock on wood. Now I'm going to do <laughs> yeah, that. Literally. Like, it's pretty fucking hard to do that, in my opinion. Like, no. <laughs> I refuse to believe that that regularly happens to people. No. The amount with which it appears that it happens to people in movies and television. Yeah. There's simply no way. <laughs> Oh, this is like one of the most important things in my life. Let me just accidentally text my boyfriend the wrong thing. Ha <laughs> ha. But yeah, she ends up falling in love with New York. Okay. Yeah. And guys, you know what that means. That's a bi-coastal relationship that they're looking at. Okay. Cali to New York. Cali to New York. Will they make it work? I don't know. He's upset because he thought she was going to go to Berkeley. He's like, what? You don't love me enough to go to Berkeley? <laughs> But it's okay. He has daddy issues. Yeah. His daddy did abandon him. Mm -hmm. So we can excuse it. He fixes it. his daddy issues and then he... He goes and he bowls with his dad and then it's fixed. Okay? No more daddy issues. Bowling fixes everything. Moral of the story. Period. Uh, I need to stop saying that. <laughs> okay. Going on close to midnight here, folks. Okay. <laughs> We've had a rough night. Okay? We've had a rough night. Okay? We're doing our best for you. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, it was an entertaining movie. It was just about yeah. what I expected it to be. Yeah. No more, no, no less. more, no less. Um, I like the actress. <laughs> yeah, she seems lovely. She seems lovely to work so closely with Noah Centineo yeah. for three films. God She's bless a her warrior. Soul. She is. I mean, just like, what's up with him? It's the squirt video. Do, Ever yeah, since the squirt, squirt video, video, it's like there is <laughs> no coming is. back from that. No. I mean, we might post that on our stories. We're it gonna feels a to. bit explicit, we're, but we will. We will. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you've never seen it and we're going to ruin your perception of Noah Centineo. But if we know, you have to know. That's how this works. Yeah. 
And then, of course, there's the classic awards acceptance speech. Yeah, we need to find that one, too. I need to just look up. And he's known for his um, philosophical tweets. tweets. God. What a man. I really, I can't. Let's see if I can get this pulled up here. Thank you so much. I guess I'm funny. Um, <laughs> hey, what did you uh, thank you. This never gets easier, anyone watching at home. It's always so like nerve-wracking. You're like, oh my god, people, and I gotta talk and I gotta say things. Cole killed it. Um Ew. <laughs> thank you, Netflix. Thank you, Matt Kaplan. Thank you, Robin Marshall. Thank you, Ace Awesomeness. Um, thank you, Laura Murano, Cami, Odysseus, Cast Crew, everyone you guys killed it. And I couldn't have done it without you. Um <laughs> I just, I just want to say thank you, everyone at home. You are the reason I'm on this stage. You are the reason I get to do what I am passionate about. You are the reason that I have a platform that I can help hopefully make the world a bit of a better place. Um, and before I go, I just want to say it matters not what you've done, but what you do with what you've done for others. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I may just be losing my mind I'm at this sorry, point, what? but like, before I, <laughs> I feel like it was like it never gets easier. How many awards have you won? Like two. Like two. It never gets. It never gets oh easier. Oh my man. god, that lives in my head rent free. I don't think I've ever seen that full video. He like shakes his head. <laughs> Y'all gotta look this up. Oh, and I'm crying. With a shaved head. It's just deranged. It's absolutely <laughs> deranged. Uh, like us at this point. Yes. Honestly, it was very unhinged of us to play that whole thing. <laughs> Noah Centineo, state of mind, baby. Uh, Noah Centineo, come on the pod. <laughs> come on the pod, King, please. Please. Oh, I don't think we can cohesive what <laughs> there's nothing else we can say at this point about Noah Centineo yeah yeah it's done the film is done <sighs> okay with that you know it's been a long absence but we're back we're okay. back and better than ever. If you can't tell, we are very stable. We're very stable and doing well. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week, sisters. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Bye.